Right. If you'd like a voice that's easy, expressive and human, if you want to deliver your words in a way that really makes your listener feel something, you know, and if you want a clearer voice during hay fever season, cold and flu season and even... Yikes, I've sung too loud at a Bon Jovi concert season. (laughs) Then join me for Mouth to Mic. It's my new online voice training programme that comes with its own private community of voice gigs, just like you. For all the info, head over to bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. That's bit.ly forward slash mouth to mic. It's the Voice Coach Podcast with me, Nick Redman, your own personal voice geek ready to guide you through getting the most out of your speaking voice. If you use your voice for a living as an actor, podcaster, voice artist, speaker or presenter, then this is the podcast for you. Let's crack on. Hello there. Okay, this episode, (laughs) in a break from scheduled programming, comes on the back of a request from a lovely client who's headed off to Pantoland for the festive season. Now, if you're sitting there going, I don't know what Panto is, Nick, or if you're there going, I know what Panto is, but I'm not doing it. Why should I listen on? Then bear with, because a lot of the tips in this episode are still relevant if you are heading into batch loads of podcasts, for example, so you can have a bit of time off at Christmas, or maybe you're doing loads of character voicing for an audiobook or a game at the moment, or maybe you're even just heading into a bit of a festive speaking season and you've got lots of presenting to do or lots of... um. Christmassy type speaking in your diary for the next few weeks, lots of the stuff is still relatable and still usable. So hang in there and enjoy trying to keep up with the panto themed puns. (laughs) Oh no, I won't. Okay, that's the first of the uh, very niche references to panto jokes. If you don't know what panto is, then you can absolutely check a link in the show notes because I will stick it in there so you can have a read. Anyway, the joys of Panto. Okay, so if you are heading off to Panto land, then I want to offer you a few little tips and tricks because I'm not going to lie. It's one of the most intense periods for the performer because they do about 600 shows a week. (laughs) Okay, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but you get the point. It's a really intense rehearsal process. Loads and loads of shows in a short period of time and then you get to January and it's like okay that's over we're finished goodbye and then it stops. So here are my tips for if you are heading into panto land for the next six to eight weeks. Let's do some prep tips for the voice first. Number one remember you have a body so when you're warming up get the body involved too. Spine rolls, shoulder rolls, neck stretches, rib stretches all really important. Number two Check your warm-up on the whole. Does it include lots of release work for the articulators? So stretches for the tongue, the jaw, lip release, pharyngeal release or the throat area. Because, you know, eight or nine or even ten shows a week is tough and tension will build up in the vocal tract. So you need to be consciously and constantly, whenever you can, releasing the tension that happens to get in there. Speaking of which... 
Get a five-minute vocal reset routine in place too. That's tip number three. A few of the key exercises that you really like that work for you in your warm-up can also be used in between shows, during the interval, even when you just rush off stage for a bit of a costume change, as a bit of a vocal reset to sort of, again, encourage release in any tension that might be building up. So some tongue stretches, yawns, maybe a bit of semi-occluded vocal tract work like puffy wuss slides, for example, or lip trills, puffy THs, all that kind of stuff. And definitely some body work in your resets too. Like uh, spine rolls, five minutes in semi-supine, absolutely bloody lovely between shows. And you can do some lip trills or semi-occluded stuff while you're down there. Similarly, tip four, don't neglect your vocal cool down. Again, SOVT semi-occluded stuff is great for this, as is a gentle sigh down into creek quality, for example. So you start at the top of your range, ah, sighing all the way down, ah, and just let it fall off into creek. That's really nice as a cool down, as are, again, body work, spine rolls, shoulder rolls, neck stretches, semi-supine, hello, yes, please. And a bit of a tongue stretch I love for releasing the larynx and letting things return to their habitual position. Because you've been on stage voicing in a really intense way. When you come off the stage, you have to remind your voice where it usually sits so that you don't go around talking in panto voice for the rest of the evening. You need to get it back down to your chill ass like day-to-day speech place. Okay, the other thing finally for prep really is if you're doing a cast warm up, like a group warm up, which happens loads, especially if you're singing for panto, is don't push. (laughs) I've been there. Things can get a bit over the top in those group warm up situations. So remember, your warm up is for you, your voice, and your voice only. You don't need to prove to Widow Twanky or or the fairy godmother, niche panto character references, how high you can go or how loud you can go, a warm-up is prep. So keep it easy, gentle, quiet, light and connected to the body. Okay, now for vocal health generally. Hydration, thank you please, for the love of God. Keep your fluids up. I know that it's totally classic panto to have a few wee drinks and it's all festive and we're mulling everything. (laughs) Uh, Big up to the mulled wine fan if you're out there. But do keep your fluids up. So tea, juice, water, anything as long as it's fluid apart from alcohol. And I would also advise investing in a nebulizer like a vocal mist or a general nebulizer from the chemist for an extra kick of topical hydration on the vocal folds from the outside in. I'll stick a link in the show notes for a few nebulizers that I think are really good. Number two on vocal health generally, eat well. Remember fruit and veg? They're nice, aren't they? Have some in your diet. Don't get too caught up in the old um, festive bakes. (laughs) That's a very niche reference to the UK as well. Hello if you're a Greg's fan. But making sure that your diet doesn't just constantly include post-show pizza and kebabs and chips would be really useful. Chase it with some fruit and veg, keep those vitamins up and also extra hydration from a good diet too. Now if you do get ill, tip number three in general vocal health, 
Try to avoid relying on lozenges and cold meds with any pain-killing properties or decongestants. The painkillers will just make you think you're okay and then you'll push through and you could cause more damage. And the decongestants will dry up all your mucus, even the good stuff that we need on the vocal folds. So you could feel a bit scratchy in the throat. So up your hydration to match it if you do need to take decongestants to help you through. But really try and avoid lozenges because they're essentially useless. And a lot of them have menthol in, which is not good long term anyway. Don't become one of those people who cannot take to the stage without insert popular voice lozenge here. <laughs> if there's a real problem, you just got to up your hydration and stay focused on your warm ups and your cool downs. Right. If you are working through illness and you need to cough or clear your throat, try to replace the throat clear with a swallow. Don't know why I felt like I needed to demonstrate swallowing there. <laughs> uh, or a low gentle growl. Now this one's weird, but I kind of love it. <sighs> uh, that is the first time I've growled onto the microphone today. Just want everyone to know, but a really low gentle voiced growl. <sighs> is really nice for clearing the vocal folds gently. You don't want to be going <coughs> all of the time because it's incredibly detrimental to vocal health. Next thing, number five, steaming is lovely after performance if you want to do a little vocal steam. But again, keep it just to water, no menthol or anything. And don't do it pre-show because the intense heat pre-phonation or speaking isn't great for the voice. Number six, get some sleep. The end. <laughs> I know how crazy it gets in Panto Land, okay? Get some feckin' sleep. Okay, and then when you're on stage performing, and this is quite good if you're just speaking as a person who is a conference speaker or a presenter or anything like that. Number one, beware the pesky chin jut. Yes, that chin sticking out as you give all your intensity and all your performance out into the room. If you're playing a big character, like a villain, or you have to get your voice out over hundreds of screeching sugar high kids in the auditorium, just really resist the urge to lead or push with the chin. Check in if you happen to be a habitual chin judder. Think back into your back. Lengthen the spine at the back of the neck and try and resist that chin and face coming forwards. Number two, in terms of the performance itself, really stay focused on your grounding and your connection to the floor. Notice that whole foot on the floor, the ball of the foot, the heel of the foot. Check that your weight is evenly distributed over both those feet, you know, and you're not sitting back into your heels or over onto one leg. Keep those feet on the ground and release your knees a little bit. You know, make sure you're not locking the knees back. Lengthen that spine, allow the tailbone to drop down, the bum to feel nice and heavy and that spine to feel lovely and long and then drop those shoulder blades. Just generally remember from a voice perspective, you have to think about the fact that your voice comes from your entire body. So if you've got tense knees or you're clenching your bum cheeks or <laughs> whatever you do to get through panto season... It will have an effect on your voice. So use the floor. Find that stability on the floor and let that impact the rest of your alignment all the way up. There's a whole episode on alignment somewhere here in the Voice Coach podcast. So have a little scroll through and that'll help you work through and offer a little point by point alignment check to keep that focused. Number three, 
A little technical one here. Make friends with the sound team. (laughs) They are your friend. Use your sound check properly. You know, voice at the level you're going to be voicing at on stage. But make sure, if you are mic'd, that you're actually able to work with minimal actual volume and more comfort because you don't need to be really loud if you've got a microphone. Sure, you need energy and vibrancy and focus in the voice, but it's a whole body effort and it doesn't need to be literally loud to come across as high energy and intense and focused. That can come across in the performance from the whole body. You don't need to push with your voice. So make friends with whoever's on your mic pack Get them to sound check you properly each day and get those levels right so that you don't need to use too much volume. Number four then, just let that belly go out on the in-breath. So whatever breath you are getting in is coming in properly so that the support can happen well on the speaking. And remember that you don't need loads of breath. Regardless of whatever sound effects you have to do or vocal efforts or whatever it happens to be, whether it's a witchy voice or a villain voice or some kind of mad high-pitched fairy voice, you don't need a lot of breath. So explore working with less breath when you can and always start on an out breath. (sighs) And then let the breath in as much as you need it for the next little thought. Okay, that's it. (laughs) I kind of feel like I was prepping people for some kind of battle there, but it sort of is battle if if you've ever done panto. And if you're going to see a panto folks this year, just really think about how much effort those performers are putting in and give them a bloody big clap at the end of it. And I'll see you and hopefully hear you on the other side of the new year. (laughs) Hopefully not as a client who's lost their voice and needs me to help them get it back, but I am here for you if you need that. I do get quite busy in the new year with the panto recovery (laughs) sessions. Oh, I do have a lovely new year, new voice week coming up in the Voice and Accent Hub on Facebook in January. So if you do feel like your voice will need a little bit more assistance, then make sure you're in the Voice and Accent Hub to join us. I'll pop a link in the show notes. All right. Until next time, Panto Pal and anyone else who's listening who may have enjoyed this episode who has no interest in panto at all. Thanks for your patience. But listen, we're a collective. We're a group. We all do different things here on this podcast and I'm supporting you all. (laughs) And if you have a request for an episode on a, you know, a particular issue you have with your voice, then do let me know because I love responding to the specific needs of of you, the listener. So uh, give me a shout. You can Pop in, slide into my DMs in any of the socials or uh, drop me an email via my website, nickredmanvoice.com. All right. Good luck out there. (laughs) I'm off to hydrate. I'm tired just thinking about it. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Voice Coach Podcast. For even more tips, tricks, exercises and general crack, head over to our Facebook community, The Voice and Accent Hub. Thanks again.